This is episode 182 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we are talking about five key steps to planning your launch that are really easy to miss. I'll see you inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I want to thank you for all of the new listeners that have been reaching out to me over the last couple of weeks. I so appreciate those emails. And if and also, if you've been listening for a while, make sure you hit me up with a little little love at Anne at AnnSamoyLove.com. I love hearing from every single one of you that do take the time to reach out. So again, thank you. Okay, so today we've got a great episode ahead of us. You know, last week we talked about planning your launch. We talked about, actually, no, we didn't even talk about planning your launch. What am I saying? We actually talked about conducting a mid-year review and why some of the practices around my mid-year review actually help me and I think others really prepare for their upcoming launches. So if you didn't listen to that yet, head back to that episode. It's at ansamoylove.com forward slash 181. And today, though, we're really going to dive into the planning process. I'm all about planning this month because I always look at June just like I look at January. It's like this burst of energy happens. People know that they've taken half the year maybe to not do as much as they wanted to do in their business, and they reignite things and start again fresh. So it's a really great opportunity to do that for you. And it's the beginning of a quarter, so why not? So let's talk about planning your launch. Now, I, I've gone into depth on, you know, how to put the dates on the calendar, what types of things that you need to do during that process. But there's more than the dates on the calendar. There's more than, than hiring the right people. There's more than knowing which pages, web pages you have to design or which software you have to um, sign up for and what you have to integrate Everything, you know, that I've talked to you about already, I feel like, and, and this is kind of what I talk about on an ongoing basis. So if I haven't talked to you directly about it, make sure to look in the archives for the podcast on planning because there's a ton of episodes on this topic. Um, but basically, even when everything appears to be moving forward and you feel great and literally you feel okay, I think I've thought of everything. This launch is going to be a success. It's all on the calendar. And you really feel like you did everything. You took the time. You talked to your ideal customers. You've been consistent in your communication. But one, if there's one thing that you can do, and this is where we get into these five really easy to miss things when you're planning your launch. But one of the best things you can do for yourself is in this state of, I've got it covered. 
is to think and ask yourself, okay, this is, I've set all this stuff up, but have I missed anything? Do I have all the information I need? Is everything in place? What's not in place yet? So those are just some very basic questions. But after years of working on launches of different sizes, seeing people inside Fearless Launching and the Message Lab, putting together various types of launches, everything from someone who's starting a coaching program and is trying to find one-on-one clients uh, to the people who are having larger like membership sites or more traditional online course product launches. I've seen these steps get missed and they can impact the entire launch and your experience at that launch. So these aren't necessarily mistakes. I will say that, but they do affect how smoothly things will remain running because right now everything seems great. You've got everything, you have everything written out, you've got your calendar, you've got people working on all the things, creating all the things, but these things are actually sometimes things you don't even notice until the doors are open or until they should be open, which then it makes it a little bit more difficult to fix those things. So let's dive into what some of these things are, okay? Um, the thing the thing with what you're missing is sometimes you don't even know you're missing it until you're missing it. But I'm telling you that if you go through these five things and somehow add them into your launch plan and your launch schedule to check, to check that box, you will be happy you did so and you'll reach out to me later thanking me. Okay. So number one, this one's an interesting one that I don't see many people doing, and that is doing a full content and systems inventory. So what does that mean? I mean, how how are you supposed to do that? Let's say you've been blogging since 2009, like I have. How are you possibly going to do a content inventory or a systems inventory? And the truth is, you're not going to be able to. But what you want to do is at least go through and think to yourself, okay, what are some related piece of content, pieces of content that I've already created? What already exists? And I think over time, like maybe that first time, it's going to be a little bit painful to go back in your archives. And I'm talking on your blog, in past webinars, in all the things that you've created, maybe opt-ins you've created, and really make sure that that, that content gets tracked and put inside, let's say, a spreadsheet so that you can at any point during the launch say, oh, right, we have that blog post or we can sh- we can put social to all of these old blog posts that are still really relevant. They just maybe need a few little updates and then they can support our launch even though they're not new blog posts. So I look for related content related to what I'm teaching. There might even be content that could could become bonus trainings that you include in whatever it is that you're launching. And of course, I say trainings because I'm usually thinking in terms of like the online course or the digital product or something like that. But there may be something, even if you have a clothing line, you could be like, oh, snap, that that type of jacket is so in again, I'm going to pull it from the archives, because that's something kind of fun and different you might be able to do. So 
really take that content and systems inventory. And systems, what I mean by that is really look at what you're doing with your email marketing provider. Are you happy with the performance? Are you in the process of switching? And maybe you shouldn't launch just yet until you get that squared away. Uh, Do you have a working website? Are there any issues with that? You know, you really just want to look at any system that you might need to pull off this launch. That includes your payment processor and maybe even plugins. Very, very, it really will vary depending on you. Maybe even your Zoom account. If you have, if you Zoom, if you use Zoom for webinars and things like that, you might just want to make sure it's up and running. So these are just examples of some of the systems, but really look at the tools you're using, the people that you're already working with, make sure that what you've got going on right now works. So review all, review as much of the content as you can. And that might actually kind of encourage you moving along, moving forward to keep track of the related to specific products type of content that you might be putting out into the world, because you don't know how you're going to be able to call upon those in the future. Who knows, maybe a blog post you wrote three years ago becomes one of the videos you put in your video series for your launch, or perhaps it becomes the basis for a five-day challenge that you do. Don't constantly reinvent the wheel. This is a huge thing that you you might not even realize um, lives out in the interwebs that you've created. You might have totally even forgot about some of these things. Actually, total side note, I just popped into my head, but knowing, let's say for instance now, it's harder for me because I do talk mostly about launching, right? But what probably would be a good idea is for me to have my team scan through my site, find every single mention of Fearless Launching, say, Put that in a document so that we know when launch comes around, we might want to go back to these blog posts and update them. It really, um, what, what can happen is that there might be links that lead to old sales pages or old platforms you used or just completely wrong places. So do that inventory. All right, number two, this is an interesting one because I think that When you're first starting, you might not be able to, might not have to do this, but I I do think that by the time that you're ready to launch, you are likely sending emails. You are likely putting out content on a regular basis somehow, whether that's a blog or a podcast or videos. Maybe you have a YouTube channel. By that time, if you've got at least that kind of stuff going on and you've got social media and you're trying to be active there as much as possible... It's important to make time to review your current engagement on these various systems. So you want to know, are people currently opening your emails? Are people visiting your blog? Are people liking your posts? Where are people going from, let's say, social? What social media platforms are people going to? And then ending up on your blog or ending up buying. Some of this stuff is might be hard to tell at first, but the reason why I'm why I'm I'm saying this, reviewing the current engagement that you have really tells you how much runway you need. And I'm using runway because Stu McLaren said this in his podcast that I was listening to the other day. I think it's an older podcast, but 
it's going to tell you how much time you need to really prepare your audience for whatever it is you're launching, where you're going to, they're going to have to get, they are, they're going to want to, not have to, but you're going to want to introduce yourself to them, share a bunch of content with them, valuable content with them, and bring them into the launch in a more organic way instead of just all of a sudden launching something and then having them go, what? I was just reading your blog. So think about how people are currently engaging with you. And that really, you know, directly translates to how much time you're going to need in what I call the lead-in phase of your launch, which is where you're looking for that interaction, where you're looking for that engagement, where you're looking for the right places to be sharing whatever that message is that you are sharing and related to whatever product you're launching. So really important. So, so far, those first two really were kind of inventories. It's really important to do these because you might discover that you need more time to create maybe more content that that kind of leads people down the path to whatever it is that you are selling. Um, okay, so number three, as a result of one and two, especially number two, you want to give yourself time to engage or re-engage with your audience. I like to give people at least six weeks to, you know, for me to get consistent again if I've gotten off the track, which does happen from time to time, as you guys probably know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, but you really want to get uber consistent and very specific about the stuff that you're sharing so that it relates to what you're going to be launching. It's that time where you're going to want to ask questions. You're going to want to learn what they're challenged with, and you're going to really want to make sure that that is happening. So Six weeks is actually a short amount of time, and some people have taken up to six months to engage and really get get a handle on who the audience is, what they need, where they're really interacting and reacting the most, where they're really wanting to experience you. So, so that's important. So that's number three. Number four, um, I'm not going to, I'm going to switch these two. So number four this is something I like to do when I also share this in the message lab. I think it's important to outline your communication. I think your communication will show you your schedule. I think knowing when you're first going to mention that you've got something that you're creating or when you're talking about an upcoming webinar, or you're talking about an upcoming challenge or whatever, like you need to know when these pieces are like, when's your PS in the email? When are you going to start showing it on social? When are you going to start doing Instagram stories? You know, think to yourself that the, that a launch really is a, is a piece of communication. So try to look at your calendar in terms of, okay, I want to start talking about this here and then I'm going to amp things up and things things are going to get probably loudest in quotes right before the week that we open. But that outline, it doesn't have to mean, it, it actually doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to write everything out specifically, but I say the more that you can do in advance is really important. We're going to be talking about that in the coming weeks, but the general idea behind that is, sure, it, of course, it allows you to like put everything together in one go and do it in advance so that you can really keep looking at it, keep refining it. 
But there is something about outlining your communication and what you're going to do in your launch and doing this when you're in that energetic state of just being excited about what you're doing. Um, Don't leave it to the week you're open to decide how those closing emails are going to look or are you going to send three closing emails or one closing email? Try to put that in advance because you're going to be in a much more positive state of mind, first of all, and you're not going to be stressed out because of sales, delivery, technical issues that might have come up during the launch. So do this communication, give yourself time to outline the communication, even bare bones in advance. And actually, I think outlining your communication communication is something that you can actually do even before you truly decide when you're going to launch. Once you kind of figure out all the things you want to say, you're going to have to figure out like when roughly you might say them. And then once you start seeing the frequency and the intensity of and the number of messages that you're sending out, you might decide, you know what, I kind of want to be a little bit more chill on this messaging. So we're going to like, we're going to push back the launch opening for two weeks, because that's just way too much in that one week, my audience is going to go bonkers, everybody's going to jump off my list, yada, yada, yada. So make sure to use that communication outline as the basis of your plan and help you create that schedule. And then the next one, this is super practical. This is super basic. And it's one thing I've personally forgotten on launches, unfortunately. And I think there's obvious repercussions when you don't do this, okay? And that is page, web page, and sales process and delivery testing. So literally making sure that your links work and that your page button, your sales page buttons work. And when you do purchase that people get an email and are added to the product, Um, depending on what your systems were and the tools when you did the inventory, I hope that you didn't add anything to the mix. But if you did, that is even more of a reason to test. Uh, I've used Infusionsoft for years now, and I still test at the last second because of one one time that I didn't test. And let's just say no one was able to go. And thankfully, I have people (laughs) like you in the audience who who'd let me know like, hey, I clicked on this link, but it just uh, didn't go anywhere. So uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't have even known that because I didn't build in any time for testing. And that was just ridiculous. And I know better. So I know that this can help you. Like, so make sure. And also, it actually will help you if you can do. Okay, so this is going to, hopefully this doesn't make you totally crazy to even think about doing this. But yes, you're, you're having all these things. You're putting all this stuff together for your launch. Okay, whether you're doing it yourself, you have other people helping you. A good idea is to make bare bones, even just blank pages. And kind of create a shell for what's going to happen during the launch. So you might have like a blank WordPress page that just says test, you know, test sales page. You might have another blank sales page, test page that is your um, your thank you page. And you might have your order form in there in the mix as well. Set them up as if you are already open and go through that process, make sure your payment processor is set up from the very 
beginning. And then when you're able to test that, like that's the first thing I like to actually test because it's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, we're all set up, Stripe's all set up or Samcart's set up or, you know, authorized.net, we're good there. But until you actually go through that process and actually physically click on buttons, you never know. Okay, so and multiple people can can go through the process. And sometimes that third person, there's a hiccup. So I cannot stress enough about the value of setting up that sales process. And by that, I just mean the page that they go to to see the offer, the page that they go to process the offer, the thank you page, and then that first email that gets sent out to make sure that they're all in the right place and they're getting the right things. And then maybe even looking at their access to a program if that's what you're selling. So that is number five. All right, so let me also now, those are the five steps, but what I really want to kind of say to you about this whole thing is it's really nothing to feel shame or bad about because we all forget launch or launch stuff has a way of getting forgotten or still breaks even when you've put the time in and you've looked at it. It just never fails on big launches, on small launches, first time launches, 20th time launches, it happens. And that's why I put these kind of like at the forefront of my planning because I know that they're easy to forget. And the other thing that I wanted to say about this whole planning process is that it's an ongoing process. It really is. It's not just, I made my schedule, that's it, we're sticking to it. Now, you might want to stick to public dates, but you don't, the rest of it can fluctuate. And in a pinch, you can even change those public dates because it's your flipping launch, okay? So just remember that as you're thinking about these key steps that I just talked about, these key pieces that are often forgotten. Now, the one more thing that I wanted to share today, because if you read the blog, the show notes, and I said I was going to share my categories will save us method to help set dates and make a launch plan that actually works. So here's what I mean by that. I think that we can kind of make a master list and just brainstorm all the things that we need to do, right? So once you've done that, And I think that that's actually an important step, you know, make your master list, just go nuts with it, okay? Think of everything that has to be done. But once you have that master list, categorize things, use categories to really fit like logical categories to be like, okay, this is part of the product, this is part of the promotion, this is part of the communication, okay, this is part of the webinar, this is tech, this is part of the affiliates or the partners if we have those, this is part of our challenge, whatever it may be for you. And include everything you might need to include from pages to copy. So what I what I notice is that I'll do like a master list of things, okay? And then I will start categorizing it. And of course, as you categorize, you'll start thinking in terms of other things that need to be added. You'll start thinking, oh, right, I did the, I said landing page, thank you page, email, follow up, but I didn't have, I didn't actually include that. I was going to do a blog post that actually is kind of like a landing page. It's inviting people to the webinar, but it's a little longer form. You might actually think of the things as you're going through this category, categorization pro- process. So, 
that is what I think you should do. I mean, I go into this launch planning 101. I was just looking at my workbook that goes with the Plan With Me Masterclass, which I'm updating right now and is going to be available on May 15th. But I think it's important to just remember, like it's a process. See, part of first part of the process, just write all the things out. Second part, categorize it. Then go back, add some more to the categories if you feel like you need to. And then also give yourself plenty of time. If you realize it's a lot of things, but you don't want to cut anything out, just give yourself more time. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and maybe thought of a few things that you've been missing when you're launching and when you're planning your launch. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you sign up to receive my brand spanking new launch planning class, Plan With Me and create your next launch map. It, it, it drops next week. And if you join today, you're going to get a crazy discount and also be eligible to join our live Q&A that also happens at the end of the month. So you'll get that masterclass, the Q&A, all the bonuses, and some other fun stuff that I just can't mention just yet. So thank you so much. Make sure to head over to ansomolove.com forward slash one. 82. Because I want to hear from you. We all have things that slip through the cracks when we're launching. What have you forgotten? And why? Ask yourself that question. Why did I forget this? Why did I forget this? Because awareness and understanding are the best ways to turn things around. So next time, you won't miss a thing. All right, everybody have a great rest of your week. And I will talk to you soon. Take care.